Hello, welcome to our wrap up here at uh, round four Walton one here at Walton Raceway. Uh, this is the FXR post race uh, wrap up show here. I'm Billy Rainford. We got Greg Poisson here. We're going to kind of just talk about a few things. Uh, I mean, compared to yesterday where they kind of let the track be a little bit different today, they tilled it a bit deeper. We had some ruts and things like that. The temperature was perfect here, I would say. I would say it was perfect. It was like 26 degrees, yep. low humidity, sunshine, light breeze. I don't think you could ask for better weather. No, the weather was amazing, and, and that's always uh, a toss-up. You know, first weekend of July can be insanely hot, or, you know, it can be anything at this point. So, um, yeah, track was different today. They tilled it. You know, they don't till it super deep, uh, but they, they obviously tilled it better than yesterday and uh, definitely got rutted, and there's tons of ruts in every corner. Uh, still consider, I heard it was one-lined. I mean, there seems to be lots of lines, but, I mean, usable lines is different than having, uh, you know, race lines and stuff like that. So, um yeah, but it was definitely different than yesterday. Okay, well, let's talk about the, the 250 class. A few things stood out. Obviously, guess who took the overall? The New Zealander. It, I was so happy for uh, Julian Perrier and the uh, Partilla PRMX team. Long time, he joked. He said, uh, 12 years in the making. Uh, there was this weird thing on his face. I think it's called a smile. I don't believe did you. you. I know. Did you see that? No, was, no. We were joking with him about that. But uh, yeah, Josiah Natsuki came up from New Zealand uh, riding with these guys. Uh, he took the win. 114 for the win. Yeah, that first moto was pretty cool. I got a video of it and uh, I actually posted on our stories of the last few corners. Um, Josiah passed him in the last lap. Uh, Piccolo. Piccolo. Piccolo in the last lap, sorry. And then, uh, I mean, the guy was really good. Uh, his technique's next level. Um, There's a, a really rutted corner after the uh, the step down uh, before the natural and he would go inside and, and there's times I was actually talking with Jeff Gaynor and uh, he would stand the entire time. Uh, which is pretty cool to see because it's it's you know lean angle was way over and he's standing the whole time. It was just really neat to see that and uh, he's got really good technical skill and and he's fast, man. Man, is the guy ever fast? I don't know what happened. He that closed last... in on on Piccolo on that yeah. first one. He closed yeah, in the he, gap he, and he made the pass. Chased him down and yeah. uh, and then second moto was gone. Second uh, moto wheel. He had uh, Ryder McNabb keeping him uh, keeping him honest. Ryder, we saw a good uh, Ryder looking better. Ryder started kind of closing up, but you never know. Yeah. He, he didn't say he let off, but uh, you know when you you can kind of manage your uh, the one, gap. When I saw him, he looked like he was gone, and then uh, I missed a little bit of that. Yeah. So um, the th then the third moto, I don't know what happened. Uh, you know, could be just you know tired or yeah. He know, wasn't happy with the way he rode. We did a little uh, a little podcast, a little podcast, a little video interview. Yep. You can check that out too for sure. But uh, yeah, he was pretty pumped. Uh, but yeah, he wasn't thrilled with his, his third moto. Uh, he ended up, the top three guys had a fantastic battle up front. Then there was a gap back to him, but uh, he said he did the math. It's pretty easy when you're doing the Olympic scoring, so you can do the math and figure out. And yeah. his, uh, Jake Piccolo had that uh, brake issue, that rear brake issue in that second one, so that uh, dropped yeah. him to 13th, I believe. Yeah, a couple crashes too, I think. He was just- uh, After the natural, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, it was just, there was a lot of crashes today. A lot of, a lot of injuries, a lot of crashes. We'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, that was just one of them for Piccolo. Luckily, he seems to be uninjured. Uh, just a you yep. know, poor moto and that's okay. He'll, he'll get back from that and, and uh, rebound. Right, and uh, like we were talking about that, uh, that three-way battle, uh, Harrison, Piccolo, McNabb. I mean, that is obviously what we thought the series would look like yep. at the start of the season. Uh, those three guys going at it and they, they showed us, uh, yes, they would. Uh, there was actually a little good, good pack behind them too. Like once you went to Natsuki behind them, talking about the third one, it's kind of tricky to do this when there's three motos to talk about. Uh, yep. You know what I mean? So you kind of miss stuff. But uh, then there was a gap back to another group. I was really impressed with young, uh, I think he's 16, uh, Preston Masiangelo, number 40 out there. Man, the kid, uh, kid looked good. He battled with Mitch, or uh, Mitch, Quinn Amiot for a bit there. He was, uh, hey, hey, did really well. Mitch would be flattered to uh, be mentioned in this. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and he's grown like a weed. He's just huge, he's very tall. I, I did an interview uh, with him, check out the deep voice. He's like oh, six geez. feet tall. Yeah, puberty hit him hard, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, so yeah, he was riding really well. Um, yeah, there's there's kind of packs of, of riders that were in groups, and um, you know, there's the front group, middle group, kind of thing like that, and then they obviously spread out a little bit from there. So, I mean, it was great racing. Uh, it's good. It, I don't want to see anyone ever go down or have any mistakes, but I mean, Piccolo, uh, it's you know, to get that shakes up the points big time, it makes it even tighter because I think there were only two points spread uh, coming into this. So. Right, and how about, uh, let's talk about Marco Canella there. Holy smokes, boy, did he go down higher there after the uh, the finish line jump? Yeah, Marco is, uh, Marco's just, he's been on that edge, like just on the cusp of just doing really well and winning a lot. Um, and he just can't seem to get the starts or something. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is with him. I know him well and, and you know, I'm close with all those guys at MX-101 and, and you know, you, you hang out at the tent and you hear the stuff and, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating for him, it's frustrating for the team because he wants to win, he's expected to win and he's not. And you know that's the only way you can really put it, right? It's it's not a dig at him or anybody, but it's like he's he's paid to win and he's not winning and he's trying. I know he's trying because he works really hard. He had a huge crash day because he was trying so hard. Uh, he's all uh, um, scraped up and, and and pretty beat up from it. So I'm sure he's gonna be sore tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't I, with Marco. Okay, a couple other things that you mentioned too. Trey Fierro, uh, he's uh, from El Paso, Texas, came up. He was supposed to race Redbud, uh, missed it because there were like 14 people on the on the waiting list kind of thing there. So they decided to come up here. He's obviously buddies, ex-teammates with uh, with Felix Lopez. So he came up here, raced, it was cool to see. Crashed twice, crashed once, crashed the second time really hard, very violent. He's okay, but uh, yeah, so he's uh, it was cool to see him in the series, well, the series, the race. He's uh, now gonna head back, he's gonna race Southwick and then head to the Mexican Nationals. So it was cool to have him up here. Uh, what about uh, Tanner Scott racing his first, uh, his pro race? Yeah, TJ Scott, um, yeah, make sure you say as an <laughs> yeah. immediate. Uh, I mean, yeah, he looked real solid out there. And, and 11th be, Yeah, be holding his own. Um, yeah, he looked great. I mean, it was kind of by himself. He wasn't really in any heated battles or anything, but that's fine. Um, but, you know, didn't do the classic, like, hole shot and fade kind of thing or anything like that. He did really well, and, uh, you know, he should be proud of that. And I don't know if he's going to do the rest of them or, or what the plan is, but um, it was great to see. I love seeing intermediates jump up, and, and uh, especially not doing a whole season of, of pro, just, you know, coming out and doing a couple spot races and seeing how they, they end up. All right, for sure. And uh, I just uh, wanted to mention Quinn Amiot. I mentioned uh, just briefly mentioned him there but uh, getting his first ever podium yeah. third place in that first moto yeah crushed it uh you know it's been a long time coming for quinn and i think he's really got everything dialed in right now bikes are good his program's good uh you know they got Say the, the, oh, i'm not saying it um <laughs> you know but he just it, it was it's just gonna be more of those i think as he gets better the starts are, are what's gonna kill him and and uh you know they are they're what they what kill him now so he's once he gets a good start he's usually up there so Right, right. So it was, um, what'd it go? It went um, Josiah, then it went uh, Josiah Natsky, then it went uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Harrison, then it went uh, Ryder McNabb in the overall. So hopefully we're going to be seeing, uh, like we said, Ryder McNabb had a few issues out west. Seems like he's back. It's going to be cool to have him back in the mix. So we've got some great racing coming up here for sure. Uh, let's talk about the 450 class. I mean, if we're kind of starting down, uh, way down near at the bottom where he shouldn't be, Parker Eels, man, he went down hard in that uh, start and that's third moto. Uh, he's kind of favoring that left wrist. He's probably gonna have to get that checked out. He's worried he may have broken it. So hopefully it's not that bad, but uh, he wasn't able to keep riding. So uh, tough luck for Parker Eels there. It's, uh, we're gonna miss him because he obviously up there in the mix with some guys yeah, in the top 10. Yeah, he was riding well. Uh, he was definitely in the top 10 and, and uh, or just on the cusp of it kind of thing, you know, 9, 10, 11. And uh, hopefully he's okay and he can continue on. All right, now who else in there? Some of the guys like up in the, like the, you know, 8 to 15 kind of range a lot of guys end up kind of on their own out there that kind of happened again today i would say with some of the riders yep uh some good battles in that area but uh 
Up front, I mean, we got to talk about uh, Cole Thompson making his appearance. Didn't quite uh, have what we thought he might have. He said, uh, you know, no joke, if you talk to people in his inner circle, this is really kind of a one-off kind of thing. He hasn't been putting in the training, training. Um, and he kind of made it sound like he really didn't think he'd race in Canada ever again. Like, you know what I mean? He was Supercross only kind of thing. Yeah, I went over and I was talking to Cole and, and just, you know, shooting the shooting the breeze as buddies. And we were just talking about that. And he says, you know, he just wanted to, to do something and he's been at home. He's, he did the Supercross gig all winter. Uh, I mean, he got hurt, but he, that was his plan. And then, uh, you know, came home and he's just been riding a lot at home. He's getting really good at his social media and all that too, which is nice to see. He Cole's, is, pick that right up. Yeah, because Cole's, uh, you know, traditionally known as a pretty closed off guy. Um, not doesn't really let a lot of people in. So it's good to see that, uh, but he's, um, yeah, it's a bummer. Cause I like to see him up here. You know, he did get third and uh, was it, he, I thought he'd be a bit more of a spoiler. That's just my, my, my thoughts, my opinions. I was hoping for it anyways, because Tyler, uh, seems to be Tyler Medallia seems to be up there and charging hard and then has he had a little crash in second moto and things like that and, and he's the only one who's been challenging Dylan all year so it's you know hey let's bring someone else in and see what we can do so I hope there's more like he's he seems to say that he's super cross only from now on and, and I mean all the best to him as he goes forward 125 in the 250 class next week that's gonna be mental I don't know <laughs> I don't know what I think dudes. of that I think that's gonna be just an absolute struggle bus that he's not ready for yeah well know. yeah if he's yeah for sure but uh, how about uh, Daniel Elmore's back in it after uh, hurting his shoulder there he came back unfortunately in that third motor man he crashed his brains out in that first one that's who uh, Parker Eels went over and crashed oh, so that was uh, that was tough for him so Tough to have him come back and then uh, and crash so hard, but he ended up ninth overall. And then we got to talk about uh, the working man, Liam O'Farrell, eighth overall. Yeah, I mean Liam's the, the you're right, the working man, the nicest guy in the pits, and and a good buddy of mine, and and he's great to talk to, and he's excited to be back racing. He doesn't really ride a lot anymore. He races almost every weekend, works full time. You know, has two kids, wife, <laughs> More the whole than full deal. Time. Oh yeah, he's just so, <laughs> but he's he's one of the most positive guys in the pits. So. Uh, welcome addition to the series and he's gonna shake it up. I think he's he's due for a top five I think that's that's where I'd like to see Liam. Yeah, yeah, and we also had uh, the return of Logan Leitzel It was nice to see him back big yep. smile on his face. He looked good out there He ended up by himself again to, uh, yep. as well out there, but uh, great to have him back in the series. Nice to see that um, Chris Blackmore had him Sean Moffenbeyer Quiet ride from off quiet right? ride fifth place overall. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm sure Moff wants more He's still uh, I mean, you know, we, we weren't really going to go down the, the top 10, but we can talk about it. But I mean, the whole MX-101 crew is just... That's why I stopped on him, yeah, because he's he, the only guy surviving member kind he, of thing. And he's today. not even 100%. So, uh, you know, real bummer for those guys. And, uh, you know, we can touch on that real quick. So, uh, Weston Rosina went down in qualifying practice, hard separated shoulder, had to go to the hospital to get it put back in. Uh, and for that to happen to Weston, you know that um, he's pretty tough. And, you know, for it to not go back in, he needed that. Uh, you know, he needed to go to the hospital. It was a bummer. Uh, Marco, he said he woke up in the hospital. They put him under to put it back in. He said he woke up and he wanted to make sure the bike was ready for the second moto. <laughs> yeah, he, <he's, laughs> they didn't let him ride. No, he's mental. Um, <laughs> you know, but it sounds like Weston. But uh, yeah, and then Marco going down uh, in that third moto pretty hard. You know, he's, he's nothing broken, but the bike was absolutely trashed, and uh, he's he's pretty battered. Uh, their other 250 rider, Austin Jones, uh, suspected broken femur in that third moto. You know, hopefully best wishes to Austin and that isn't the case, but if it is, you know, we're thinking everybody. And um, off, you know, still dealing with that shoulder injury from round one, not 100%. So, you know, I went up, made a point of going up to KT and just gave him a big hug. Because uh, you know he, he needed it, I think he was. Uh, it was a real yeah, bummer. Tough day in the office for your old team owner over there at MX 101. Yeah, those guys put their heart and soul into it. So uh, you know, hopefully everything works out. And and Kev, if you're watching this, I am available for a fill-in ride. Just just to let you know. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> I haven't been training and I haven't been riding a lot, but I'm still ready to do it. Hey, and how about uh, finishing it? I know you said we weren't gonna go through the uh, the tops, but we gotta talk about Tanner Ward keeping Dylan Wright honest in that moto. Yeah, the second moto. Uh, yeah, that was one of the only times I've seen really I would keep him honest. You know, I don't know if Dylan was giving it 110%. You don't wanna take that away from Tanner, but um, you know, I think Dylan kind of knew he had it, but Tanner was on an absolute tear and uh, I mean, he looked great. I saw him do, he was doing some really cool stuff uh, in that section I just mentioned uh, after the step down before the natural, like wheeling out of it, out of the rut, which actually that corner took a lot of guys down and, and jumping down the hill pretty far. And uh, I really, I doubted his ability on the 450 at the beginning of the year, just because he isn't a very big guy, but he, uh, he seems to be really be adapting to it well and riding it well. So, um, I mean, honestly, he's, he's surprised me, and I don't mean that in a, a negative way, but he's, he's surprised the heck out of me for sure. Right, right. So that's going to be good. Uh, next week, I did a little, uh, had a little chat with him too at the end of the day. Uh, 450 at Gopher Dunes. He's got tons of laps in there, had some really good results. So he's looking forward to Gopher Dunes on the 450 against these guys. So it's going to be, uh, going to be interesting. Uh, Cole Thompson, we talked about, he ended up uh, third overall. And Tyler Medalli ended up second again. Uh, man, he crashed pretty hard, bent the bike up in the one, managed to bring it home. Uh, they put it all back together and uh, man, yeah, second place again. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's gonna be the series going forward is Dylan for, uh, first and Tyler second. Uh, I did walk by the pits and they were uh, concerned about Tyler's bar bend. They were, they were <laughs> I heard over them say, do we have another set with the grips already on it? Is, you know, I don't know. Tyler's probably got about six pairs of those ready to go, but uh, yeah, so he's, he's still in the 996. Everyone don't worry about it, um, <laughs> but yeah it's a bummer but the guy still just charges so hard works so hard gets great starts and it's just i don't know i mean dylan wright you know we're gonna talk about him but he is on i don't know he's got no acls maybe that's making him faster i don't know what it is <laughs> but the guy is just this year is faster than last year he's not getting the whole shot so he's having to make about four or five passes which he usually does in the first lap and then he kind of just gets out there and just looks comfortable yeah and I, so i'm gonna i'm gonna give him a, a quick shout out here the guy didn't get great starts all day and I saw him, uh, he was behind Cole and this is the first 450 motor, he's behind Cole and behind Tyler. And I thought, oh, we're gonna, you know, we're really gonna be into it here. Like him and Cole are gonna get into it. They I got was, close in a couple corners well, for sure. I, I was fired up, I was like, really excited. <laughs> I was fired up. And then all of a sudden he comes back around and Dylan's out front and I just went, oh, here we go. Like this, it's over now. I thought there'd be some battling, but it was, it was, it was pretty much over at that point. So, um, I mean, great for, for him and fortunate for the fans that want to come watch racing, but hey, you can't, you can't knock the guy for being insanely fast exactly. and fit. And if, if we're digging for stories on, on those guys, in free practice, I mean, I've been joking all week, I go, I, I knew, we talked about it, Cole and Dylan were going to find each other in free practice, we knew it, they did, and then of course Tyler got in the mix, and uh, there were arms, you know, they were like guys doing this to each other, looking at each other, so it got a little exciting at the uh, first at the start of the day, but then that didn't really play out in the motos. Yeah, they, I think they were trying to show each other like what, what bike was, uh, or what the number was on uh, Dylan's bike, so yeah, everyone's number one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I love that kind of stuff. It's like a little bit of moving and shaking, a little controversy. Hey, let's 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 do it, because I mean, the series has been, Dylan's been running the table, and you, you can't knock the guy for being that good. You don't want to see him lose, but you almost want to, because you want to see, you want to see him battle. You want to see him work for it. Yeah, he's not just winning the overalls, Perfect season is at the end here. Every moto we're talking, man. Yeah, and I, you know, I'd love to see. Like I said, I'd love to see someone take a, at least a moto win from him. I thought Cole was gonna be the guy. No, not gonna. Probably not gonna happen. So. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, I will say this: Dylan does ride the bike. Uh, he's just on another level right now for Canada, and I mean, in in general, he's just put it wherever he wants it. He's just riding, you know, riding really hard and working the bike, and it's it's awesome to see because he's just working 
real good. You know, we should mention too, and uh, there was a bit of a bit of nerves going on. Was that before the third one, when the bike was uh, sputtering? Or Second something? one. Second one, boy, yeah. Yeah, so we started the, up the bike on the line, and the bike was sputtering a little bit. Turned it off, started up again, same thing, and then he went out for his hot lap. It was doing it for a bit of the lap, and then all of a sudden it seemed to be working fine. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I mean, it seemed to be working out. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's just some. When you're hot, you're hot, and you can't even yeah. They, you can't. The gremlins tried to get him, and they couldn't. You can't keep a good man down. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, that's uh, kind of how things went here. It's uh, nice and quiet now. At, uh, everybody's loaded up and heading home. Now we got uh, a lot of people are going to be at Gopher Dunes for Tuesday's ride day. Uh, so if you're in the area, maybe, uh, yeah, get out there, get some, spin some laps on the sand track and get ready for next week. Anything else you want to add there, Greg? Uh, no, no, it was great. Uh, you know, it's one thing I do want to touch on. It seems like there's been some changes here at Walton and, uh, you know, I'm not really sure where they're going with it. There's a lot of crashes caused by some of the changes and I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus, but I heard a lot of feedback from some of the riders and it just seems to be, I don't know what's going on right now, but uh, it'd be great to see some some changes in a positive direction because uh, this is one of our premier facilities and they put so much work into it uh, when it comes to infrastructure and different things like that. So the track seems to be, you know, uh, they're still searching right now and it's, it's uh, you know, we'll see how it changes up. But uh, I did hear a lot of feedback from yesterday and today that it wasn't overly great and pretty one lined like i said earlier one line but it's odd when there's so many ruts but um yeah it's one of those things so we'll see hopefully for the end of the transcan weekend that final pro national we'll see uh how things have turned around all right well hey uh anybody who did take a hard fall we hope you're doing okay hope nobody was uh you know hurt uh, too substantially and we can get uh, get you back out on the line here as quick as possible but uh yeah that's going to do it to us for walton one we're now in the east we had to go for dunes before we go to sandalee out to Moncton, Deschambeau, back here to uh, back here to Walton again to uh, finish off the season. So uh, big thanks uh, to FXR Moto, and uh, yeah, man, uh, have a great week, and we'll see you at Gopher Dunes.